What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are locked into episode 105 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. in the digital studio alone along with me i got my partners in crime we got dez aka the high res hater that's me and the bay area terror what's going on my brother uh not much not much just sitting here basking in my uh my black friday gets i like this you know not having to wait you know, until Friday to get all the craziness. Because you know some oh, yeah. people are still going to go out there. So, and I really <laughs> hope that y'all don't do that. I really hope you just stay home and stop spreading this plague, y'all. Stay mm. home. Everything's already <laughs> online. Just just stay home. Stay home, please. Uh, uh, knowing our state and knowing the Patriots, uh, they'll be out wowing at 11 o'clock at night talking about their freedoms and all this other mm. business. So. Stay home. Half of this country can't understand that the votes have already been counted. You really think yes. they're going to stay home? You really think they're going to stay home? I, <laughs> I want to. I want to so bad. Be like, just, Hell, I mean, yeah. Fres- our area of Fresno, at least me and Kev, uh, there's uh, there's plenty of restaurants that are still having dine-in service even after they closed it down for COVID because they're Absolutely. not enforcing things in our particular county for whatever reason. So Stay home. So, have at it, you know. Yes, indeed, uh, indeed. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's up, man? Not much. Just trying to be a good, moderate sob on the Black Friday. So uh, I'm kind of irked a little bit about one thing about Black Friday. It's like a couple of weeks ago, I got this like 30 bucks from GameStop that's out of the blue called like Game Cash or Game Loot or whatever the hell they gave me. So I went out and said, I'm going to buy a new Xbox Series X controller because those won't get discounted. And lo and behold, like, you know, a couple of days uh, from this recording date, I saw that they went on sale for it. $20 off. I'm like going, damn it. <laughs> so it's just the principle of the matter. It's like 60. I, I use my 30 bucks on a 64.99 controller, and now the controller is like 44.99 everywhere. And I'm like going, damn it. That's just me. It dropped down to 40, 40 bucks. Is it just at GameStop or is that everywhere? Uh, pretty much it's everywhere. Um, GameStop's actually 54.99. So, but at like Best Buy and amazon and all that stuff you could get a series x like just black controller for 39.99 and then they got the shock blue the sonic looking one which the one is the one i bought for 44.99 so and i could tell you that i mean for what it's worth uh it's a definitely an upgrade from the xbox one controller so if you're planning on using it for pc or on your xbone and or your series console on there i would definitely recommend picking one up well, they are cheap on there, or cheaper, I should say. If you're not going to invest in the uh, Elite 2 on there, which uh, Elite 2 is a very good controller, but I've heard some, uh, you know, concerns about its uh, long-term life, which I'm kind of leery about because I don't want mine to go awry, but it might be a good buy. 
possibly so. Okay. I just figure I should have bought extra dual dual sense, but it's like you know, why do I need an extra dual sense? I don't have any multiplayer going on right now. So. <laughs> yeah, it's all single con single player only. You know it in this day and age. So, um, you guys were wanted were talking about Black Friday stuff. So you want to kind of kick things off with that? Do you want to talk about some of your Black Friday adventures before we kick off the show proper? That's cool. Yeah. As far as me, I'm concerned. All I picked up, I picked up Need for Speed Hot Pursuit for $24.99. We did scrimped and saved, and I went to GameStop on Sunday, picked up Star Wars Squadrons. They had it down for $16.99. That's the cheapest you can find it anywhere. And uh, MLB the show 20 because I'm going through baseball withdrawal at the moment. It was like 10 bucks. So Figured that was uh, worth the expense, and then pretty much uh, just bought a couple of uh, Game Pass Ultimate cards to extend my uh, Phil Phil's favorite uh, subscription service on there, so I could keep my indie titles and Microsoft first-party studio hits coming for another six months. They have a three-month card, um, both digital and also physical, at Best Buy for twenty-two ninety-nine. I know on actual Black Friday proper, GameStop will have the physical card for $19.99, but you won't, you'd have to go in person to pick it up and you're limited to one. And to me, to have to go into GameStop on an actual Black Friday day, uh, to save three bucks, uh, uh, <laughs> I will pay you three bucks, that's fine. So, <laughs> you, you could keep that three bucks, and, you know. I'll yeah, save it's a negatory, it. good buddy. <laughs> I'll save it elsewhere, I'm not that hard up, so. Mm, mm. And those are my gets. Those are my gets of pretty much everything else uh, I've already gotten, or you know, I'm just not wanting to, you know, make the dollar investment on there. I know that the, they got that the Senran Kagura like side Kenugawa like Jet Girl water skiing game with all the anime boobies, but forty bucks that's too much for my blood. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too expensive, huh? Yeah, too expensive for that. Yeah. So, Des, how did you fare this year? What'd you What'd you bring in? Well, I only got five games. Um, I basically just was looking back in my back catalog, and I thought, or looking back and saying, like, what games have I missed? You know, that I thought would be really kind of fun. So, first game I got was Days Gone. Um, never played it. Heard it was a pretty, you know, okay game. You know, it's a zombie game um i'm looking forward to seeing what's gonna happen with it i got all my i got all my um all my all my gets from best buy i looked at target i didn't look at walmart because i'm a little scared to to mess around with walmart so i was like nah i'm good so so i did i did only best buy um for this but i did uh find days gone um i got uh trials of mana or mana whatever you want to call it uh been wanting to play this game for a while uh and i was like okay you know it's a pretty good price i got the survivalists which is um by the by the guys who did the escapists and i thought you know it's kind of cute you know it's a cheap price this is like 13 dollars. i think i can you know try this and see what it's like uh i got man eater uh that was another 12 dollar get 
Um, I figured, why not? Kev really talks a lot, talks about it. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So I figured, okay, I'll give it a try. It was a good price, you know. Th- this is how I look at, this is how I look at at um at getting games for uh, Black Friday. I'm looking at it as like, you know, what games in the past that I miss that are super cheap now that I could, you know, plug away at, get, put a few times in, you know, a little bit of time in. And then the last game that I got was Sakura Wars. I got that uh, cheap, you know, relatively cheap. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing that as well. I know it's going to be most likely a pretty silly game, um, given that it's, you know, mechs and relationships. But it looks fun, you know. So I figured, okay, I I looked at it for a while and I never picked it up. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is something that I definitely can 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 hopefully sink my teeth in too so so yeah, yeah. so Sakura wars is on my backlog and i just like uh, been wanting to play it too so it's like yeah, i think it's a pretty good get for the price on that so yeah and it was um yeah it was a pretty good price i thought well i thought it was a pretty good price and then i was looking at that's uh, a day one edition so it's like okay so you know i don't know what that means but sounds like it could be fun <laughs> so and he's got some stickers and some other stuff uh, along with it. So, yeah, so sounds good. Yeah, keep in mind, Days Gone. I don't know if you opened it yet or not, Des. I but, didn't. Uh, but uh, if you do happen to get a PS5, it's part of the PS Plus collection. So, so you do get oh. it for free uh, if you do when you whenever you decide to pick up your PS5. So, okay, which, I'm not worried you know, about it. Yeah, I figured if uh, if it's soon, then that's great. If not, then you could always enjoy it on the PS4 and kind of roll with it. So yeah, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, oh, is Sakura Wars an RTS? No, no, actually not. It's not. No, it's a action RPG with some like you know uh, side show like you know di- anime style dialogue on there. So. So they did they change it up because the original Secure Wars on the Saturn back in the day was a turn based like mech RPG combat, but no, it is like action overhead, like I think three quarters, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, you know, <laughs> let me know okay. on there. So, and it's what 30 bucks right now, yeah, 30 bucks, yeah, 29.99, and it's got group relationship elements. So I'm hoping that it's a lighter fare. It's like a lighter uh, Persona 5, hopefully. You it's know? Rated, rated T for teen, so you're good on that aspect. So, Well, okay. Well, for me, I did a, I did a little bit of my uh, Black Friday things. I don't think I'm going to do anything else other than what I did today. Um, I picked up Project Cars 3. Um, and I actually had it from had it at Best Buy, but I got a text from Trader Joe saying, "Hey, if you can get it at Target, they have it for like 18 bucks." So <laughs> I I canceled my my pickup order from Best Buy, took a chance, went into the Target, and on Brick Seek, it had all of the uh, it it was it was showing out of stock everywhere except for Clovis and I just didn't feel like driving all the way out to Clovis so mm-hmm. took a chance where... went up went to the one up here where the best buy is and I grabbed the last one that they had in stock so yeah Brixie for okay. yeah they usually sometimes will say out of stock if it only had one or two left so 
Mm. So that's, that's good that they had it there. That was awesome. So. Yeah, because I, I wasn't going to drive all the way out to Clovis tonight to go and, and pick it up. And we could play some multiplayer. Uh, yeah. But uh, from Best Buy, I picked up a Final Fantasy VII Remake because I always wanted to get a hold of that game. Never, for whatever reason, never got around to it. And believe it or not, I picked up a... What is it? Oh, a Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. This <laughs> is for three months. So as much gift as I get as I give that I went on ahead and picked it up, um, I might go back and get another cheap one from either GameStop or Best Buy because I think you can only buy one at a time. Uh, uh, one per is it one per visit or one per. One poor order, actually. I One put two order. orders. I put two orders in at Best Buy, and then lo and behold, after, because uh, I went to get the physical card, they opened it up so you could pick up a digital copy, also too on BestBuy.com. So, okay, okay so, I might, then I might do that. Uh, I might do that again. So, get it, get it, because if I don't, well, I kind of sort of have to go into into GameStop because I, not that I, not that I, well. I don't need to do it because I prepaid for a couple of PS5 games, uh, so they're just they're just sitting there. So I may stop by if I can get there early enough before people start showing up or or whatnot. I'll go in, but if I see a whole bunch of people in there, I ain't going. Um, and I almost picked up um, Need for Speed. I had it actually had it in my cart. But I traded it out for Project Cars Three, <laughs> so I was oh, like, because well. I, I kind of, because I want, I want, it's like I want to get it, but it was like, uh, it's like, well, I'll go, it's like I'll, I'll go ahead, I'll give Project Cars Three a shot and uh, first, and uh, I'm, I like I said, if I get, if I decide to buy some other stuff, I, I might pick it up again. The other thing I'm I'm debating on is um, the TV where my wife uh, watches her programs. The HDMI port is is zonked. It's like oh. um, it the connection has gotten to the point where you have to go in there and connect the and jiggle the wire. The connector to get it to, to get it to, to you know to get the 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 signal through to the TV. So I've been hemming and hawing on jumping into one of these uh, Black Friday TV deals. I mean, she doesn't she don't care about all the stuff that I would care about in a TV. So the cheaper the better, you know, <laughs> is is okay with her. So I was thinking about jumping on this um they had a TCL for about 200 bucks. So I was debating about doing that. Uh, and they had a couple uh, there was another TV that the high one of the high senses on Amazon was at three hundred on it, and she would she wouldn't she was like ah you spent three hundred dollars no I don't want to send it back so I'm kind of thinking I might jump on that TCL for her um, and just just so that she don't she doesn't have to keep getting up and adjusting the adjusting the 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 HDMI connector 
So that, that I might do that if I go back and get anything else for Black Friday. I know what they have a 50 inch uh, four series at uh, Best Buy for 229. Yeah, that was yeah, that's the one that I was looking at. That's the one gotcha. that I've, I've been looking at. So that yeah. might that might be it. I think uh, Des, you have a four series too, right? TCL. I do. Yes. No, uh, was the newest one a five or six series? The six series, I think, is the latest one. I think I have a four series. Yeah, you have a four series. Oh, thanks. No, no, nothing <laughs> wrong with having a four series. Come on, man. <laughs> no, you're just so sure about it. <laughs> really, you got four series, dude. Shut. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Damn. All right. Thanks, Joe. I, I, th- I, I, rem- I remember when you were telling me what you picked up because it's like I think what the six twenty five, six twenty seven are the uh, like the sweet spot cheap, like you know, gamer TVs, but the four series is also good as well. So, so that you heard it, you heard it there first. I might be picking that up for her um, at some point in over the next day or two. But so that concludes our Black Friday adventure. So now we're going to jump into the show proper, and as usual, the first topic on our docket is going to be the playlist. Trader Joe, why don't you kick things off, man? What you been playing? As far as PS5 stuff, um, pretty much uh, I got a chance to sit down and play some Astro's Playroom. And uh, man, oh man, oh man. I mean, I threw on some of my stereo headset uh, headphones on here connected to my DualSense uh, so I could do the 3D audio. And then, you know, basically, because I've been playing nothing but a bunch of back compat and PS4 stuff. Uh, on my PS5 for the most part. That was the uh, first uh, PS5 game I've played proper. And uh, what a, I would definitely recommend once you guys get your PS5s to check out Astro's Playroom first. It just was like a like a a festival of different, you know, just teaching you how the controller worked for one. And it's just a very good, like, you know, very um cutesy platforming game but a lot of cues uh to playstation history as well and so i just was really um taken aback by how like you know innovative the dual sense is on there between the haptic feedback the uh, resistance on the triggers on there um as far as the uh, sense even on the touchpad because uh, there's certain parts of the uh, first set of levels i was playing where uh, astro goes into a ball, AKA like a monkey ball situation. And I'm sitting there rolling um, Astro on the play field using the touch screen on the, the touch pad on the dual sense. And it was just like, yeah, man, oh man, I was just like super fun. And the particular level set of levels I was playing was all dedicated to the PS1. And so uh, the way the levels are set up, it's like they have these like random robots when you're walking through the level. You could kind of notice they're interacting certain uh, cutscenes from certain games on there. So you see like a, a reenactment of uh, Death Stranding, of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I saw um, Ape Escape, uh, Jumping Flash. I mean, you're talking about all throughout PlayStation history, you're seeing these little robots. Just and basically, what you do in the game is uh, you uncover a lot of like bits of uh, past prior PlayStation hardware too. So uh, managed to pick up like the Dual Shock, and you're able to 
pulled it up and you know and you could actually like if i'm moving the buttons on my dual sense it's moving the buttons on the dual shot controller picking up like stuff like the pocket station uh, psp go on there um you know memory card so on and so forth so so it's just it's just a really unique fun little interactive platformer and i can't wait to kind of dig into it a little bit more and i'll probably try to platinum it uh, going forward but uh, you know i think the it's a, a good first experience for ps5 hardware i still have to install uh, miles morales and i have godfall installed i just haven't had an opportunity to play it yet so as far as what else i've been playing it's been a ton of torchlight 2 still on there even though uh, des kind of dropped out from uh, playing multiplayer with me i'm still been playing it quite a bit on there um uh, we played uh you know i played uh, my particular berserker is the class i've been i actually i'm uh, jumped the difficulty up to um not normal but hard on there and I've actually been getting my ass kicked a little bit and actually enjoying that because it's actually opening up the gameplay a little bit you know i know kev you complain with diablo like games sometimes where you get bored of it because all you're doing is holding the attack button or you know alternating attacks and so on and so forth but uh, you really have to pay attention once it's on a higher difficulty to be able to make sure that you are not you know dying on there and you're doing a lot of maintenance too as well so it kind of ups up the ante a bit uh, as far as the combat is concerned so and i like the berserker because you're kind of in and smalling and I think they literally sampled the like sound sample from Wolverine or something because it literally sounds like the same damn sound effect <laughs> on there. Uh, if you actually bother to listen to it like really closely, you can kind of tell on there. So, and I was debating about um, you know the other characters I was playing multiplayer with you, Des, is kind of yeah. farming those bad boys out, going in and throwing it into the vault and just making you know make going and using the berserker and sticking with that difficulty level because i think it's just uh, uh just ups the ante a little bit more so in my cool. opinion but do you guys like torchlight 2 better than diablo 3 um yeah <laughs> i just enjoy it <laughs> it's a fun little game you know i i can't say you know better thing you know better things about it it's just a fun little game like i really enjoy it so. it's a little less like you know just like overly demonic kind of thing so if you had a issue with any of that stuff you know that's a little bit more lighter fare in comparison it has a little bit more of a comic book st style versus you know the you know i wouldn't consider diablo 3 to be like overall like deep dark dark gothic like lore or anything like that i know there's games that have taken a darker tone than diablo 3 but uh yeah i actually diablo i, I was playing a little bit as well uh just to get back into that you know me and des did a playthrough uh last week on there and i noticed that the new season started so i got in there and created a a uh, new character and uh, was going to try to roll a season but playing something so similar to torchlight i'm not sure if i'm going to stick with it or not so probably and, not like i hate yeah. to say it but it just seems more i don't know i think i'm just having more fun with torchlight i don't know what and the thing is like we spent that money on torchlight too but it's like we just do i mean three you mean sorry it's torchlight three and it just you know just it's just nicer you know 
I might go back to Torchlight 3 at some point because I think that if they patch it up enough, I think they might get it going. But it's definitely a different game than Torchlight 2. I can tell you that right now. So. Yeah, definitely. But well, well, especially with the fort building and all this other stuff that's added to the game. So, you know, I'll probably tear into that, you know, at a later point when I, you mm-hmm. know, maybe have my fill of Torchlight 2, give us some time and then kind of dig into that get my nether fix i might like between torchlight 2 and torchlight 3 i might uh check out the van helsing series since i picked up all three of those a while ago and so that's another game in the kind of same genre that uh, kind of mm-hmm. scratches that itch per se but uh and of course I, I also gave some love to you know my poor neglected other consoles in my life besides playstation and so i fired up my xbox one for the first time in a, in a couple of weeks Usually only fired it. Series X? No, no Series X. Xbox One X. I get confused sometimes in, in the naming conventions on there. But no, no, no Series X yet, man. I, you know, the reason why I have no Series X, like I told you. It's like I want to see a good first party Microsoft game, you know. I only could get on the Series X because the uh, Xbox One X by itself it's, does me well for what I'm playing on there, which is. Uh, queuing up a bunch of indie titles and guess what hot game i was playing on there and all these options i had i was playing earth defense force 2017 uh there so so it actually it runs that game pretty good i would imagine it runs that game great actually and i've never played edf 2017 that much and so uh it's kind of a step back from playing edf 4 and 5 obviously it's actually edf 3 with a different naming convention so and imagine basically you have two weapons, you have your jump buttons on the left trigger on there, and you have no way to reload your weapon, and you only have a ranger to select from. You don't have any of the other classes to select from. So so it's a little bit more rudimentary. The voice acting is still hokey as all hell. It's still great on there. I bumped that baby up to hard and uh, I've been uh, having a good good time with it. I'm up like the like level 6 or mission 6 probably out of a gazillion number of missions on there, but uh you know, it's basically kind of rudimentary like, you know, not PS2 bad rudimentary EDF, but uh yeah, I think it it will get my fill on there. I was debating about going and playing Iron Rain on the PS5 in back compat mode to see how well, the frame rate kind of delves in, and I might just do that. But last time I uh, tasted that Iron Rain, it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth compared to EDF 5. EDF 5 was like the bomb diggity, and yeah. Iron Rain was kind of a, you know, yeah, I hate to say good. it. Yeah, it's like the Yugo of the EDF set, basically. <laughs> it's yeah. a Geo Metro, yeah. uh, you know. Geo Metro. <laughs> <laughs> on there but other than that man that's pretty much all i've been up to i did watch a movie oh my god but we don't talk about that here we talk about games so let's you can you can mention it if you want to i watched the last spider-man movie so okay so uh, far from home, far from I home? Did, okay. yeah i didn't get to watch i need to watch into the spider-verse i know everyone just raves about that that movie so it's a great it's a great movie it might be something this weekend. I got to queue that up at the library, actually. So, you know, you look it. at me all. Yeah, it's probably on Disney Plus. No, I don't know if it's on Disney Plus. It's uh, Sony. So, but, but you know, I will definitely try to check it out. But, uh, Des, what you've been up to? I know you've been still like settling into the Casa, so you haven't been playing as much. So, we did play some uh, Darksiders Genesis together, though. So, 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, mainly I've just been playing Darksiders Genesis and uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition. I, like I said in the last podcast, I'm trying to go through all of the stories, uh, all of the games. Um, and the funny thing is, because Darksiders Genesis is a prequel, I don't think it's a problem playing them simultaneously. So, so it's funny because like I'm learning more about the world and the lore, which is really fun, like Semiel and Volgrath and all these, or Volgrim and all the other people and and stuff. Um, it's fun. Uh, one thing that I did notice about Darksiders Genesis, which I wish was different, was if you're playing in someone's game, like Joe plays in my game mostly, um, I have control over, like he can he can uh, put stuff into war to kind of change him up so that he can play him a certain way but as far as um buying like one-ups and power-ups like that i think i can only do that which i think is kind of weird um but i guess it's because it's my game and and at the end of the day when he leaves it goes back into my game so and they kind of share everything so they're they're individual characters yet they share a lot of stuff um with each other as as brothers should i guess but uh, but it's uh it's been very interesting to play that to play that game and to play uh darksiders i i think it's a very i don't want to say underrated series um although maybe it got more you know it got worse as the as the as the games came out i know that darksiders 3 didn't really get a get, get a lot of fanfare but i don't know again i don't really know i'm just playing it for the narrative and 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 seeing how the uh, the story progression is, and uh, and I'm I'm very interested to see what happens uh, in the lore. Um, I think I'm about more than I think I'm I think I'm almost about halfway through uh, Darksiders War Master Edition. Um, I think I, I just beat the first main boss, Tiamat. And that was interesting. I think the controls can be. I mean, the controls are a little wonky, a little bit for the throwing, for the for the throwing, the glaive and whatnot. And it was funny because like you throw the glaive in the in the original game, and then in Darksiders Genesis, like that's I think that's the 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 next time you actually play as War, the stuff that happened in the first game, uh, are the things that you you use like the the bombs and all this other stuff. They're in this. They're in Darksiders Genesis. So I thought that that was really cool. How they pulled they they pull the continuity, um, and they pull the mechanics from the other games and put them into this into this game. You know, with it being the first one being an action RPG and and this all action. It's kind of an RPG, but this this is you know an action RPG, and then to this kind of top down, um, uh, CRPG kind of kind of style. So I really like, um. And I really like the, the character designs. I, again, I'm a Joe Mad fan, so so I've really been been enjoying it. So so all the time that I've had uh, open and ready to to play games has been mostly on Darksiders. Though I did start playing the Survivalist. It was one of the games that I got on my Black Friday that I mentioned earlier. But I started playing that. Um, again, I don't really play survival games all that much, but I did like uh, the Escapist. You know, for the most part. So I decided, okay, I'll try this one and see how it goes. And you know, it's it's it plays like every other survival game so far. Granted, I've only played about an hour of it, 
but uh i like the monkeys you can make the monkeys do your stuff but uh a lot of some of the some of the the the, the controls are kind of esoteric but that's fine you know um it's just the learning curve because i think this was you know mainly moved from uh from a point and click kind of situation into a into a um controller so maybe it works better on with a mouse and keyboard i don't know but but it's been pretty fun so far. So um, so those have really been the games that I've been playing. I am looking forward to playing Darksiders Genesis more with Joe, as I think that that's great, um, when he's not falling asleep. But that's a separate matter. So, <laughs> Hey, get so. on earlier, man. Uh, you don't even <laughs> talk to me about getting on earlier, Mr. It's 9.30. I'm getting online. Okay. <laughs> So, I got to do things. I got to take care of business. Come on. Yeah, they don't tell me to get on earlier, buddy, Mister. I got to eat stuff. I got to be a grown adult. Push y'all. <laughs> I got to do adulting. It's overrated. Adulting is for suckers. I got a paint. I can't play. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey! I'm getting my. We don't want to talk about things being in boxes, do we? All right. No, no, we don't. Exactly. Exactly. So. So, Kev, what have you been playing, buddy? Man, I've been playing a whole lot of nothing. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it's been, um, I've been working on a little side project, doing research, uh, getting a couple of things, trying to get a couple of things together, trying to make it all come together. But as far as games go, um, I did play one game, and I played uh, Hyrule Age of Calamity, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Oh, I- and I I kind of I kind of picked it up on a whim. Um, I had actually forgotten it had released uh, this past Friday, and I, you know, I saw it. I just thought, well, I went on to I went on to the Best Buy app, and I said, eh. I said, okay, let me let me go ahead and pick it up because I enjoyed the first Hyrule Warriors. I never finished it. But I liked it, you know. It it, it was okay. It was okay. It, it it was serviceable, serviceable as a Muso. So I was kind of sort of expecting the same thing, just with a uh, kind of like a Breath of the Wild overlay, because that's the one thing that was kind of hammered in that oh, this looks like Breath of the Wild, except it's a purely you know action game. And boy, was I wrong. Because this is probably one of the best Muso games I've played since since uh, Fist of the North Stars, uh, really? Sin City. Yeah, it wow. it it's really good. Um, it borrows a little bit from a couple of different games. It borrows, believe it or not, from Bayonetta. When you, regardless of what character you're using. If you time a dodge and you can lock on, you 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 can't really lock on to smaller enemies, although you really don't need to, because you know they're the they're the fodder that builds up your your KO meter and your uh, your KO count rather and your special attack meter. But when you get to named enemies um, and you lock on to them, it kind of goes into like a kind of like a very simplified witch time if you dodge like at the last second and it allows you to get these multiple hits and these critical hits on named enemies to put them into a weakened state 
And what's dope about that is if you do enough damage to a named enemy, it can be a boss, it can be a named enemy. If you do enough damage to them by doing that, regardless of how much health they have left, you can do a, a fatal strike and take them out. It, there is like a whole bunch of really unique little twists that they add to the combat. Like in the game, in the story, there is because this takes place, uh, what is it, 200 years or something before Breath of the Wild. So it's kind of like showing you how all that's set up. Uh, and one of the things that you come across is like this, I, I guess it's like this miniature guardian that is sent from, I guess, because I've never played Breath of the Wild. So I guess in uh, like when the calamity hit, this guardian is sent back into time in the Hyrule to the Hyrule Kingdom before all this stuff started and. You're trying to, to, to prepare the kingdom for uh, Calamity Ganon and, and whatever whatever shenanigans he's going to do that has thrown the, the, the kingdom into ruin. So but as you as you walk around and play with that with that character, it's kind of like it gives you he's almost like another weapon set. Like um, if you're if you're fighting enemies in water. One of the things he can do is he can throw up these ice these ice pillars, and those ice pillars when when the has an air has a freezing area effect. Um, one of the other things that you can do if you're playing like with Zelda or or Ipa because those are the only three that I've I've unlocked so far. And, and all the characters, although you do the moves the exact same. They all have their their attacks do different things. Like Zelda is like straight up magic, so her thing is like she's throwing magic blasts and and throwing these funky geometric shapes everywhere. It's almost like uh, it's like throwing Star Fox ships at <laughs> at whatever she's doing. And she's actually a really cool character. Uh, and Ipa, her uh, her advisor is kind of she's kind of like a ninja so her she's using a, a ninjutsu so she can make replicas of herself uh she uses these uh talismans for her combo attacks so she's throwing she's kind of like a range character and uh her aerial attack is where she'll drop like uh explosive kunai's uh, and and cause an area effect explosives and it sends things into a critical it, it, it there's like a whole bunch of little things that go on and one of the other things that the game does and it borrows a little bit i guess i guess more recently games like uh what you guys have been playing against an impact uh enemies have an elemental weakness particularly some of the named enemies you don't have to do this to weaken them, but you can. Uh, if you're using Link, who has the um, has the little mini guardian with him, that guardian has um, elemental attacks. So if a named enemy is getting ready to attack you, it'll have like the ice symbol, or I would assume later on when you earn fire or earn some of the other elements or lightning, uh, that 
its weakness will show up. And so as it's attacking, if you hit it with that uh, that element, and in, with the case of Link, he throws like these, they're almost like snowballs, <laughs> but they're like these, uh, they're they're kind of like I don't they look like the bombs that uh, he throws in in prior Zelda games but they're blue and they have an ice effect so you throw them at an enemy that's kind of rushing you and that will put them into a critical state that allow you to do damage to do critical damage and you do that that may open up the opportunity to land the fatal uh, a fatal hit and you'll be able to take that named enemy out regardless of how much health they have left so there is like a whole bunch of little combat nuances into this game in this game that it borrows from other games and implements it in a muso formula that is just absolutely fantastic um it, it, I I was a hundred and ten percent surprised at this because, like I said, I was expecting it to be basically, you know, Hyrule Warriors with a breath with a Breath of the Wild overlay, and and that would have been okay. But they really upped the game. They really upped the game with this, and it's one of, like I said, it is one of the. It's it's probably the best Muso I've played since uh, Fist of the North Star. So major props to to was it Namco Bandai who did this? Uh, they they really they really stepped up and uh, made a fantastic game. Good old Omega Force, basically. Omega Force, so. yeah, yeah. They they it's it's great. It's great. Uh, so if you have that affinity for Dynasty Warriors type games at all. It, uh, Age of Calamity will not disappoint whatsoever. And the makeup for that Dookie Dynasty Warriors 9. Man, oh man. <laughs> I, I was looking. I don't want to throw this on the side, but uh, even with PS5 back compat, they can't run that game at 60 frames. There's drops. <laughs> so it's like... Oh man. <laughs> wow. I just laugh. I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> that thing was... was... Pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, that's really all I've been playing. I, I want to kind of dig into that um, Age of Calamity demo. I've been meaning to turn my Switch, so who knows? I've been wavering about buying it. I don't know about you, Des, but... um, Maybe I kind of wanted to pick, because I sold my copy of... um, What I saw? I sold my copy of uh, Breath of the Wild, so I kind of need to go back into it, you know? And um, and pick it up and try to play it again because I know that game is you know supposed to be really good and I played it but I don't know I just got kind of bored with it so but maybe I just wasn't giving myself enough you know enough time you know to um to really experience it like you're supposed to so I don't know <laughs> well you know it does have some Breath of the Wild type aspects to it like um. Everything that you pick up in the field has a purpose, it has a use. So, like whether it's you know, like in in, in the prior game, you can uh, pick up if you get duplicates of weapons, you would open up a blacksmith that would allow you to that you could merge duplicates of the same weapon to increase its 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 damage output. 
Well, in this game, they have stuff like, well, if you do, if you do something or or fight an, a named enemy, ex, uh, exceptionally well, like you didn't take any damage or something like that, then they may drop a uh, a reward, and that can be something like gear, that can be a um, uh, something that will help either your stamina or your uh, or your health. And when I say stamina, it's just another way of like strength use because there is no stamina bar that you have to worry about. But you you open up um, meals like yeah, so it's a little bit of Monster Hunter in this. Uh, it's although it's nowhere near as in depth. You once you uh, do a service for a service provider, like in the case of the restaurant. Like the restauranter will say, I'm I'm trying to open up, but I need uh, uh, you know nails to 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 put my my tables together. And you go into your inventory. Oh yeah, well, I've got enough nails. You know, just stuff that you picked up in the battlefield. You give that to the, and this is all done on your overworld map. You give the restaurateur the the nails to build his tables. Then you have access to that store and you can go in and bring in your uh, uh acquired ingredients and there's you don't have to know recipes or anything because you open those up as you play but different recipes will give your team members uh certain buffs you know like you know plus five attack you know um plus five defense against, you know, elementals or against lightning attacks. So, you know, you can get an idea of how to, what meal, once you get enough of them, what meal that you're going to want to, t- to take by before each battle, because just like in the prior games and like other Musos, there is an information uh, tab that you can look at before you go into that next fight, that give, that'll let you know what you're going to be up against. And in the, in the case of this game, you know, what element, what named characters are, are weak to what element. So you can kind of plan accordingly uh, if you want to be that, um, if you want to be that uh, um, technical in your approach. So, but, but yeah, man, I have been, I have been, it has been a big, big, big surprise for me. I've been, been enjoying that. I haven't, I have I'm, I'm in my, the second, the second battle campaign. I guess that's what the, I guess, I guess that's the way I would describe it is where I am in, in point of the game. So not very far, but I've, I've really been, I really enjoyed what I played so far. It was really good. But uh, with that, we're going to move on to our next topic on our docket, which is going to be the main event. And as usual, high res, well, no, wait, the high res hater has brought us the, the our main event topic for this week. So, Dez, I'm passing the mic to you, brother. Let them know what's going on. All righty. So I'm here. Because I love talking about games. I know y'all love to hear me talk about games. and um, But it's not just about us talking about games. It's about us talking with you all about games. Um, so whenever we have these questions, we really love it when, um, when all of you can come in and give us you know, your opinion on, um, 
on some of the questions that we've asked. So the question for today was um, what game or what, sorry, what comic book character would you like to see get the Miles Morales treatment or get another uh, gaming treatment because we've our game because we've seen Batman get a fantastic series with the Arkham series, um, and Batman is one of the you know most iconic you know combo characters next to Spider Man, which got a which got a fantastic uh, video game as well. Miles Morales is is doing well right now, so uh, so that's what we asked everybody. You know that was the question, um, and we got a, we got some pretty good responses, which I'm which I'm excited for. So. Um, so from Twitter, we got Blue Man Rule uh, at Lastberry on Twitter says, uh, the X-Force and Defenders would both be great. Now, I have to agree. I think uh, Defenders, though, I think would play too much like um, Avengers if we were to do that, because I think they're too close to Avengers. Uh, but an X-Force game would be fantastic. Unfortunately, though, we probably will not get a... a a, a toughest nails T for teen, you know, or, or adult version of X-Force. Like I would love, um, love it with, if it was like, you know, the new X-Force with Wolverine and, uh, Domino and X-23 and actually had, you know, X-Men going on missions to assassinate people. I mean, I don't think Disney, uh, Disney Marvel would like that. But I think that would be great. I think just Wolverine in general would probably do really good to have his own kind of game because he hasn't had one in a very long time. Uh, we haven't seen a really good X-Men game in a very long time either, just in general. I think Children of the Atom was like the last one that I thought was that I thought was really, really good. And I thought I think that was for like the Sega or something. So so that was it, the uh, arcade. Uh, oh, the arc. Yeah. Yeah. The arcade one that came out. Remember that one with the four? With the four, um, the four players was that giant arcade thing, and you. Could oh, that that was the that was the Konami. But did uh, you imagine that? Yeah, that that beat 'em up was fun though, you know. But we haven't had a really good. We have not had a really good X Men game. And um, X Men Origins Wolverine wasn't bad. I think that was the last one, last Wolverine game. I don't know if you played that, Kev, or yep. not. I played. I played it. I yeah, it was the okay. the uh, God of War clone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Activisioned out. Yeah. And when yeah. you mentioned X Force and like Wolverine, it's like you lost me there. But you know, it's like the X I'm not a big Marvel guy, You're but when about I cable in them back when No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like I'm I'm thinking X Factor actually. So God. No, not not X Factor, X Force. And I'm thinking I know. but I think the new X Force, you know, with X twenty three, the clone of the female clone of Wolverine and um uh and domino and thunderbird and all of those would be would be a really good kind of like a team based you know uh four player team based co-op kill everybody kind of game i think would be really kind of fun but but i digress um the next well, one was you, why don't you explain why don't you explain to everyone who the defenders are just for layman terms cuz so so defenders well, why don't you you do it? Because I know you like the Defenders. You probably read. I, them, I didn't like you? the Defenders back in the day, but I don't know anything beyond. They're the like, same ones like, now. There are no the, the the Defenders never really. I mean, the, they never me, really got too much more than just what was. I mean, they, I think every now and then Marvel has to 
do a defender's comic book that that way they can keep the royalties to the or that they can keep the name <laughs> i know but there's a different like defenders like on netflix with the whole marvel tv but i know defenders to me has always been like doctor strange hulk namor and silver surfer maybe oh, like Valkyrie you know, was a part of it as well yeah, I know what, uh, like, maybe they had Beast in there at times. Yeah, or Beast Kate. and Iceman came in. Um, yeah, I mean, the original, and they were, like, considered the non-team. So, yeah, the original characters were Doctor Strange, the Hulk, and Namor the Submariner. And then the other people who, who joined in the 70s, which is probably the year that, the, the era that you were reading it, Joe, was yeah. probably Clea, who was the the wife of Doctor Strange. Um, or well, did they ever marry? I don't think so. I think they were just dating, but whatever. You know, uh, Silver Surfer, Valkyrie, Hawkeye, Nighthawk. Nighthawk was the other one. I think he became um, uh, Nighthawk, uh, Power Man, Son of Satan, and Yellow Jacket. <laughs> I mean, there are so many people. Like Red Guardian was part of her, part of the Defenders. Hellcat. I'd love to see a Hellcat Patsy Walker uh, video game. Uh, Devil Slayer and the wasp so yeah the um a lot of b tier champions but... champions was was uh was uh beast and Iceman. that was champions with gargoyle and valkyrie was part of that as well but um yeah i, I don't know like i think defenders would be would, would play too much like the avengers but i mean you're really bringing up like like you because i'm an old school comic book fan and so is joe so so when you're so when Blue Man Rules talking about Defenders, I'm thinking, ooh, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I haven't thought about that in a minute. Oh, I, I, I minute. think the protagonists and everything, the heroes, I think would be a good uh, fit for me. Yeah, but, yeah. well, if you're going to do the, the Netflix route, then you've got Power Man, Iron Fist, you have Jessica Drew, and you have Daredevil. Those are the, the, new, the new Defenders from the from the tv show and i think that's what most people are really um those are the people that are re- so those are the group that's the group that people really know today and if that's the and they did do a comic book for that uh bendis brian bendis wrote it um and i think that would be the you know and that sort of was was loosely based on what happened in the in the tv show so if you're talking about those defenders, I think that'd be kind of kind of cool, and I think that would lend itself to a four a four player beat 'em up. So if you're doing the defenders with with those four characters, I think that would be a really kind of cool a really cool side scrolling beat 'em up. If you were to do a defenders and just have it those four people and like have their move sets be different, you know, you have Daredevil with the sonar sense and and super agility, and then you have you know Luke Ca- uh, Luke Cage. With the iron or with the um uh iron bulletproof skin and power fist throwing you know bombs on people like i don't know I, th- I think it could be good you know but but only if it was like a four-player game you could pick your character and run through and do something but who knows like those those all those people were avengers at some point so they might show up in avengers marvel's avenger that game if it if it ever ever gets you know uh good hopefully it will um. There, there's a pending updates at some point, but you know. yeah, but none, none of the defenders are part of that, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next, the next one was from Double F 2018. It was actually our friend at Fred Finch 2017. 
on Twitter says, The Wonder Twins. He says, okay, just kidding. I'm going with Wonder Woman. You got the invisible jet, those bracelets that can deflect bullets, and the lasso. La, yeah, let's make this game. Okay, so two things. Uh, I think Joe really would love a Wonder Twins. Like we were talking about this before we started pl- uh, before we started uh, talking, and I, he was really like down. Like so, I think you struck a nerve, Fred. You know, with Joe, I think Joe was like, "I need me some Wonder Woman in my life." So. Not Wonder Woman, Wonder Twins, sir. Sorry, what are you twins. talking about? Wonder Twins. Sorry, you need some of that too, anyway. So. I, I need Wonder Woman in my life too, but you know, it depends on who wants to do the cosplay. But <laughs> so that's a whole different show that we probably don't want to talk about right now. So, uh, so moving right along. Uh... But talk about the Wonder Twins, though. I mean, I to me, I, I'm 50. I grew up uh, basically waking up at like 7:30 Saturday morning. ABC Super Friends, okay? You know, I'm old enough to remember, like, you know, um, Rex the Wonder Dog, and uh, I'm trying to think of the two other brat- bratty kids that were on the Super Friends. Oh, no, <laughs> I didn't like those. I didn't like those those ones. Those are bad. Yeah, I, I forgot I didn't, li- I didn't like that version. No, give me Jana and Jace Wonder Twins. And, and, it's, and it's really cool, though, because the Wonder Twins now has a comic book, or they had a comic book. I don't know if they're still printing it, but that Michael, that Brian Michael Bendis did. So maybe we could see a, a Wonder Twins comic, maybe. But or, Sorry, Wonder Twins uh, video game. I, t- I tend to like, you know, it was um, like, you know, Wendy and Marvin Wonder Dog with the first. Yeah, Wendy and Marvin, that's what it was. Yes. On there, I kind of thought Jan and Zena were we were okay. I mean, Gleek was like you know obviously Gleek was amazing. Don't you dare talk shit about Gleek, buddy. <laughs> no, he's there for great comic relief. Come we on, man. We can fight. Like I will fight <laughs> you over Gleek, dude. Form of a bucket, form <laughs> of an ice pail. You know, whatever. You know, it's like to me, I would I think having like a, a dual sense controller, me having the microphone and or a headset on and uh, doing like a kind of a, a pseudo. Um, scribble knots type of uh, you know immersive puzzle like gameplay with some action motif. I think that would be great. That'd be great on there. But uh, you know, I don't know if you guys remember too. Like you know, after the like you know challenge of the Super Friends and like the like you know against the Legion of Doom. I think you know if they did like a straight up like uh, uh, in that same cartoon style from back in the seventies. I think that would make an excellent game to me and then you talk about like old school like lex luther black manta you know all that stuff popping out and i can imagine you know jan and zena um being there as the the, uh, you know kids on top but you know imagine all those like you know dc superheroes like you know that only appeared on super friends for whatever reason like uh uh, i know like i'm trying to think uh, that japanese superhero that was like a tornado Oh, uh, Black Vulcan and um, oh, what was the other one? Uh, no, we we can't have the we can't have the racist ones. We can't have the we can't it's have called, it's called samurai samurai. We we can't have them. No, <laughs> no, we can't have we can't have Black Apache, Vulcan. No Apache chief, come on, Apache chief. No Apache chief. No Apache chief. Come on, uh, man. We we are we are you way know, too. You know, Chuck, we are way too woke for that, buddy. No, no we can't no. have that. Mm. Well, what about Black no, no, Lightning? No. Come on. No. Oh, God. Super Vault. No Black Lightning. 
Oh, come on, man. Okay. Might anyway. as well throw Mr. Popo in there. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so. Well, what, but, what about Fred's uh, mention of a Wonder Woman game? What would you want I to think, see in a Wonder Woman game? I, I think that would be great. You know, we already have one successful movie. The next movie is coming out in, uh, on Christmas Day, both in theaters. I don't know who's going to the theater. And on streaming. So I know that I will be watching Wonder Woman Day 1 um, because it just that just sounds amazing to me. You know, I hope it's good. I hope Cheetah looks good. I hope Maxwell Lord is good. I think we have enough. We have enough villains with the Greek pantheon or with just people that are within her. Like, I hope they don't do a Greek one, though. I hope they don't do Wonder Woman and the Greek pantheon. I think that would be a little too much having Ares be the main villain. I uh, I think that would be a little too like Phoenix. Some, immortal rising whatever that game is and all this other stuff i think i think you know greek mythology with wonder woman would be too safe and i think that people would they would play it but i do not think that they would enjoy it but again i don't know but like i want to see her in man's world fighting with her you know with her um uh her bracelets flying around in her invisible jet you know, I think I think it would be fun. I really think that it could be a lot of fun. So, uh, Kev, could you see yourself, you know, sitting down playing a Wonder Woman game? Yeah, um, I could see it. You know, maybe something kind of. And you know, I I don't know a whole lot about DC characters. I'm assuming Wonder Woman's abilities are her strength and her her physical attacks. Yeah. So I could probably, lasso. Yeah. So I could probably see her, um, a game kind of styled more along the lines of the, the, uh, Arkham Knight exactly. combat. So where she's yep. taking on multiple enemies at one time, using the lasso, uh, using her bracelets to block, to block projectiles and gunfire. You know, and having just basically have the game built around uh, expressing her uh, her physical her, her her physical assets being her strength, I guess, and her. Uh, I, I don't, is she as strong as Superman? I, I don't know. Uh, she's up there. I don't think she's as strong as Superman, but I know that she's supposedly she she could most likely best Superman given her given her magical. Um, lineage as well as her um uh her fighting prowess okay okay yeah i think that she could actually best him she's because she's been fighting for like centuries you know mm-hmm. so so i think she could whoop that ass if she needed to so, <laughs> so I, yeah i mean something I a good melee game would be would be would be on point with with wonder woman yeah i would ha- i would have to agree so the next one was from uh willie d or willie dishong uh, on uh, Twitter, he says, "I feel Isaiah pretty... six eight. So, oh, sorry, Isaiah six eight. He says, "I feel pretty limited in my selection because I I didn't grow up reading comics, but def but definitely enjoy a good Batman game, which is fair, you know. Um, I thinking I'm thinking with um nowadays with so many um with so many uh movie properties uh, based on video games that having not having 
been around comic books doesn't you know is not really a big deal anymore because there's just so many uh comic books uh or movies made out of comic books that that you don't really need to know anything about what's going on in comic books in order to uh in order to understand or or really enjoy uh a game like that like i really think that if you were to you know even just so i mean because think about it like batman arkham asylum was a fantastic you know franchise and it sold like gangbusters same thing with spider-man you know and these are two of the most iconic characters um and they got that way of course from from comics originally but because of the the movies i think spider-man really was the first one to really excel you know people could argue that the x-men movie you know in uh, 2000 1999 around 1992 or 2000 was kind of the one that set up the uh the comic book movie renaissance and then from there people were like okay you know this is a viable a viable uh brand that we can do and we can make money off of it and so when when that happened people were like okay what can we do now how most how more can we make money and i think it wasn't until the arkham games that people really decided that hey we can really make money off of off of video games uh, because I mean, we talked quality about quality video games. Well, exactly, quality video games. No, because yeah. you're right. Oh yeah, because like it, the other games were not that good, folks. Oh, uh, the old like acclaimed Batman movie games, man, oh man. <laughs> and then like Batman Dark Tomorrow on the GameCube, like one of the worst rated games ever. I know they had uh, what Superman sixty four two back in the it's day. Supposed to be like the mm-hmm. the worst one. So. <laughs> yeah. So I think Dark Tomorrow is like pretty close and it's just imagine you know from all these even like batman begins from ea uh was like mediocre at best to actually pull out a a good batman game out of like you know basically garbage heap it's like uh, great on rocksteady to do what they did with the franchise for sure so yeah they really like stepped it up so nowadays like so now i think we're in a i honestly believe that we're in we're in kind of a comic book renaissance um uh sorry comic book movie and and um comic movie renaissance i know people are saying that they're getting really tired of it but as long as these movies start clocking in you know the dollars like they do right now um we're gonna start seeing some more (laughs) so strap in they've just sort of reached the the uh the the beginning of saturation for in my opinion uh within the video game space uh We might have had oversaturation in the. I love uh, video games based on comic books. That's why. I probably... This thing up. Discord. Eddie. Uh, for butchering that a specific superman game so here's the deal with and i think that i think this is one of the things that we all were 
like I don't know. I've always thought that it would be hard to translate super. Man into a into a trade in the comic books and how he is written. I mean, this man, scientist, kind of pop up, and and and. place now i could see possibly work but but i think he, again i think he would be hard to to translate uh Mongols money what you would need to do and i'm all for like i am all for them doing a a space kind of game in which in which uh superman has to go into space and do something i think that would be amazing uh um, man but i think dark that side that again dark side or dark side yeah like do something with dark side you know that would be fantastic but again i just don't know i just don't think they know how to market superman um and i think that's one thing that they just really need to kind of think about and be like look you know it, this is just what you're gonna have to do because right now y'all are i just don't know if they would be able to do superman justice is all it's all my fear it's just what i fear um but again we'll never know until we actually see them come out of the box with a with a superman game uh what are your thoughts gentlemen on 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 the on the viability of superman as a um as kind of a franchise starter They've tried. I remember the, the course there was the N64. There was a Superman game on the original Xbox, I want to say. Or one that was planned on the original Xbox, at least. That meant Superman Begins on there. I think I remember what the... I remember the old Taito coin-op. Oh, yeah, that one Game was Palace. classic. That was great. You know, uh, I, it was, it was I okay. I liked it. I liked it. Me and me and uh, my homie Damon, we finished that game. <laughs> there was oh. a beat 'em up also for the SNES that were the like uh, whole uh, Death of Superman saga and all that crap that came out. That actually, I believe, was published by Sunsoft. But I think uh, wow. Blizzard of World of Warcraft and Diablo fame actually developed at least that game and also to the uh, Justice League Task Force like beat 'em up too. That was on the Super NES. That was uh, semi decent. It's like you know, it was up to T- TMNT tournament fighters tier as far as one v one arcade like fighting game action. You know, so so it, it has its fans. I, I believe I enjoyed it back in the day for what it was <laughs> on there. So I think on the there, problem, right? I think the problem is like what you were saying, Des. I think. To really do a good Superman game, you really have to be the antagonist against Superman, almost oh. because you know figuring be out figuring out a way 
to to take him down because like you know if this guy's only one weakness is kryptonite you it would be really sucky if it if they just made it like oh well you got these street hoodlums running around with crypt kryptonite guns and kryptonite ammo you yeah, know boo. that 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 would be like something you'd expect from a a 90s licensed video game right yeah so I think if they could, if you could come up with a a game where you're the antagonist and your job is to kill Superman, I don't, whether that's you know Lex Luthor or maybe your 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 Doomsday or you know something along those lines, or where you're playing as multiple characters working in tandem to break him down. Yeah, that's uh, why. A Justice League game would just like be something where you can incorporate Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Flash, and kind of mix all those elements all together too. But what you're but what you're saying is Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. So let's hope that game is 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 pretty good, you know, because um because that's the one where you're talking about like Superman is a villain, all the and the Suicide Squad, a, a group of villains, has to go and kill them. So let's hope that that's a really good way that they're able to showcase, you know, Superman. Although I think it's hilarious that Superman is is the actual villain. Like I'm 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 full on, like I'm down. Like I'm like that'd be so great to see them trying to kill Superman. It just makes me laugh, you know, just to think of that they're that these people are going to try to kill him. And yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm ready to play that game. <laughs> So, um, all right, everybody. So that is our. Um, Did you ask that... me and Kev as far as what the you know superhero or even yourself? I mean, we talked about what the listeners wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I kind of figured you know you guys you know pr- pretty much had the same thoughts. But no, thank you, thank you, Joe. Um, since you brought since you brought it up, who who would you like to see, buddy? Uh basically i think would be a even though i've i've kind of forgotten some of the plot points on it the whole um speaking of dark side um if they could put the legion of superheroes and the uh, great apocalypse saga into video game form i think legion of superheroes yes even though that would never ever be made ever but (laughs) (laughs) i'm just legion of superheroes wow you're really um you're really taking it. You're really taking us back, dude. Or God forbid, I was even thinking of an Aquaman game. I know they did an wow. Aquaman game on Xbox, <laughs> but I can imagine an open world, open sea, like you know, basically Aquaman in his element with some swimming action. Uh, you know, Black Manta creating havoc down there and of course the green lantern core would be a badass sci-fi now, green lantern game. would be amazing yeah like you you got me a green lantern like i would love a green lantern game like i think green lantern is is one of the one of those quintessential characters that just needs needs their own yes uh, they, they need to do it up i mean they do need to do the core they need to do the you know what was the guardians i think yeah i'm, I'm mistaken the, the whole the evil guardians <laughs> yes of course sinistro 
whole nine yards. I, I think, uh, you know, I think a movie Green Lantern never really did that franchise justice. I think a video game would encapsulate and kind of show everyone what Green Lantern uh, and his years and years of lore would kind of explain as far as uh, all the exploration and whatnot. I know, Kev, I don't want to speak for you, but I know you talked before that you would love to see a Lobo uh, franchise or some sort of Lobo incarnation in video That'd game be form. amazing. Yeah, yeah, that was bloody that was the, Lobo. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was like the one of the gamer husband or GH radio uh, responses that I sent in. Um, yeah, like a Lobo beat him up. I, again, I don't I rem, I only I read a few Lobo comics and I kind of liked him. You know, his the, the whole anti-hero Although I would still probably classify him as a villain more so than an anti-hero because some of the stuff that he did. But um, make it where the bosses, you have to use like fatalities to take them out, like Mortal Kombat style fatalities. Um, and that's like the only way to beat them. So make it real bloody, real over the top, you know, ripping spines out, decapitating, ripping arms off. I, I kind of feel that that would be something that Lobo would do if yeah. he's fighting somebody, you know, at his power level or a little greater. So if they did something like that, that would be, I would think that would be cool. I also think along similar lines, even though I know it would never, they would never make it because the House of Mouse has no testicles. But to really do a Venom Spider-Man game, yeah, Sinister where, Six, Joe said, mm -hmm. where but 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 have Venom fight as Venom would, meaning biting folks' heads off, you know, tearing people apart, and kind of justify it or compare and contrast with Spider-Man, who's maybe trying to who doesn't fight that way, who just wants to do enough to put people down and kind of have a, an action game where you're, um, you're trying, you have these two different, two polar opposite ways of doing something. Cause I can't remember if, I don't know. I can't remember if, if, if Venom and Spider-Man are cool or if they're still enemies or not. So I have no idea. Kind of cool, but he's yeah. still an anti-hero. Okay. So Venom, like, Venom yeah, so like have a situation where there is this, you know, massive uh, chaos spreading throughout the city or this plot that's getting ready to break and Spider-Man and Venom are working on it or trying to solve the problem, but they have two ways of handling. Venom's like, I'm just going to bite your head off. There you you know, and Spider-Man is like, no, you got to you got to handle it this way. And, and try and maybe work into a way, work the combat into a way where you're, the player is kind of putting those two ways of handling physical combat and make that be like the decision that that you make during the course of the game. Like maybe some some villains have done something so heinous that, okay, you need to, you know, this guy needs to go. And maybe have situations where Peter Parker is is just become so angry where he is kind of pushed into the way Venom thinks about handle, handling things or vice versa. 
you know, kind of like if there there would be a way where you could like play off those two polar opposites in the same game. Uh, I think I think that would be really cool. But again, you know, as long as House of Mouse is running things over at Marvel, there's no way that they would let Venom that like you know allow Venom to be who he would actually be in in the game. So, no, I would have to agree with that. You know, thank God it's thank God Venom is Sony, so maybe we might be able to. I doubt it, but who knows? Not with yeah, Spider- I mean, not with Spider Man though. Not yeah, with in it. yeah, and that and that's the thing. I don't I don't even know if Sony would rock with that. Um, but I think if they did and they and they let the characters be them be who they are in the comic books, then I I think it, it, it you know I think it could be a formula for a fantastic game. All right, Joe, what was your thoughts? Uh, my last two before we <laughs> head on out, but uh, no, because you had you had said because you were talking about Sinister Six, or was that a was that a uh, was that or were you joking when you talked? We said that in the uh, in the Discord. I was just kind of joking because I, I oh. love that like like jokey like looking picture of uh, Sinister Six in that like crappy art style <laughs> that we're. They're all like great. I, I'm thinking, yeah. and I already had some thoughts about this. Okay, a booster gold blue beetle game, but having Nolan North and uh, Troy Baker Alan, doing the voices. I think <laughs> I think Alan Turnick would be really good. Would be really good, a really good person to do it. But yeah, Nathan North would be would be interesting as Nolan booster North. gold. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nathan North would be really kind of cool. It'd be weird though. <laughs> Booster Gold, buddy, buddy, a uh, buddy comedy sort of, uh, sort of game. I could see it though. Yeah, and then last but not least, just because um, Micronauts from back in the day, like old school Marvel, like you know, fucking licensed crappy, like you know, series. I enjoyed that when I was like nine years old, and I think you know a micro universe. Micronauts. Yes. Wow. Good old, good old Micronauts. I don't know if you have any. Infinity towards Micronauts or not, Kev? I've heard of them, but I, yeah, I'm trying to get a middle picture of them. No, You're I not can't. missing much, buddy. <laughs> I hate to say it, but Micronauts was Micronauts was not it. I know Joe's probably going to be angry I said that, but ah, no, it's okay, it's okay. Micronauts was not. They was not it. It was like Rom in them. Mm-mm. Although a Rom game would be kind of interesting. Rom Space Night. Oh yeah, yeah, but. I don't know. So I think we've talked this to death, though. So I want to say thank you to everyone who submitted uh, who submitted a, a response. We really appreciate it, and we would love for you uh, to continue to to definitely uh, give us your feedback. Um, our next question, though, is going to be relatively simple because guess what? It's it's Black Friday season. So the next question is, what did you buy at Black Friday? Tell us your gets, you know, share with us. Let us know because, you know, we all have different tastes and we just want to know where did you get your deals at? You know, what did you buy uh, that really made you happy? You know, did you get a PS, was 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 a PS5 or an Xbox your, um, your pickup? We would love to hear from you. So just give us a call, uh, give us a call. Just, just you know, rest, <laughs> let us know and uh, definitely keep your... Um, your eyes open. Sorry, your uh, your eyes open uh, for uh, and your ears open for Kev when he gives us our um, 
uh, how to contact us at the end. Okay. So thank um, you so much. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Jim? Another thing maybe to add, if you don't pick up anything this Black Friday is the maybe your Black Friday history, like maybe the craziest thing you did, waited in line for a year and a day. Uh, you had to endure so much to grab some item uh, of significance that wound up not significant. You know, I could probably recant some memories, but, uh, you know, maybe not just this Black Friday, but you just your history of Black Friday would be kind of interesting to hear as well. So, okay. So yeah, that would be it. awesome. Yeah, I'd love that's to hear it. it. Okay. Well, Thanks, Des, for that main event. It's always yeah. you. You always come up with great ones every week. Appreciate you for that. So, our next topic on our docket is going to be the news, and we got Trader Joe with that. All right. Uh, first thing I want to talk about is Capcom. Uh, there was a rumor. You know, I heard a rumor that Dragon's Dogma 2 is... Yes! I was just thinking that. (laughs) Great that you guys caught that. Yeah, basically, um, Dragon's Dogma 2 was actually first found to be mentioned in Capcom's major data leak. And I don't know if you guys heard about that, but they got hacked and basically had their data and information held for ransom, which they did not pay on there. But uh, they basically mentioned that Dragon's Dogma 2 was first found in that leak. But now there is a further uh, acknowledgement said that the game is uh, supposedly going to be arriving by the publisher's 2022 fiscal year on there. I guess IGN was also able to verify this information with independent sources of its own. Uh, saying that's in the works, even though its release window might no longer be true true on there. But, uh, you know, we've been waiting for a proper sequel to Dragon's Dogma. There was Dragon's Dogma Online that came out in Japan, but never released elsewhere. You know, it's another one of those uh, RPGs, online RPGs that kind of got stuck in Japan, just like Dragon Quest X did on there. So, and I know that they have took that down, you know, and so it's a point that uh, Dragon's Dogma might be on its way back. I mean, it's gotten so many re-releases, um, been re-released on the Xbox One, PS4, even came out with a Switch version of the game on there. So I'm, I'm thinking this is a good time. I know the, the director of DMC5 actually basically said this. He was the original uh, director for Dragon's Dogma. Um, at some point decided either he's going to make DMC5 or Dragon's Dogma 2. And obviously, I don't know what pursued him to do DMC5, but uh, he's probably working on Dragon Dogma 2 at the moment. So so any thoughts, Kev? I know you've played this game quite a bit prior. I have not, I've dabbled with it, but I've never really truly played it too much. So I almost beat it. It's very good. It's very good. I beat the game. Um, it's fantastic. The... What I would like them to do is, I would like them to rework the uh, pawn system. What did what did they? Yeah, the pawn system. Yeah, because the pawns were yeah the pawns the pawns were cool, but 
since they were AI controlled and you know you you, you I, like I I I spent like I was getting I was giving my pawn better equipment than I was getting than I got for myself and when it worked right it was great because uh my pawn could do some really devastating attacks but if the AI was not doing what you were wanting it to do then it's like okay, I spent all this money and and getting getting you upgraded. You know what what good are you? <laughs> you know, um. So I would kind of I would almost prefer that if they are gonna have pawns, then maybe have it be where it's a multiplayer uh, co-op situation. Um. But yeah, the um, uh, the Dragon's Dogma was that was the first game that was at least for me, that was very Monster Hunter-esque from a standpoint that you could actually mount the monsters and attack them that way. Um, kind of put them into that critical state where you could really kind of work them. I remember fighting uh, one of those lion-headed chimeras that way. <laughs> and that's really the only way you could do it because the uh, like they had the goat, they had the goat's head and the snake tail and you had to cut off the tail and break the neck of the goat in order to you know to take down take out its uh, offensive um its offensive measures and it, it was just a really neat way of uh of fighting larger than yourself you know monsters i mean there was like the regular size human size stuff that you fought but you know, walking through a, walking through the forest, traveling from one place to another at night, and because I said, you know, you travel at night and it's really dangerous. You know, yep. that's how I fought that that freaking chimera. Just just gaffled me. <laughs> I was able to, I was able to, me and my pawn were able to beat him back and take him out. But and we fought that thing at night. But yeah, that was that was a that was a great game. Freaks come out at night. Yeah, definitely. For real for real. <laughs> Definitely. Good deal. So I'm just excited. I'm going to, in my like kind of digging in my backlog kind of thing uh, on the PS5, I'll be able to check out uh, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen and see, you know, maybe give it more than like a half an hour or an hour of gameplay that I gave it the first time. It's definitely there, worth so. it. The only thing, the only thing that I'm really kind of, you know, sad about is, 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 you can't really do much with the pawn system anymore, you know, because people are not playing it anymore. But you can always, I think you can always go in and and still use still use people's pawns um, if they're still allowing it. But that was just a thing that I think was really kind of like in its heyday. You know, you could get all kinds of people, um, all kinds of different pawns to do all kinds of different things. So, so I thought it was really a really interesting mechanic. So. There probably are some people still playing, you know, on PC. So that might be a, an out route for me to take versus, uh, per se, playing uh, on console if need be. Uh, and I actually own Dark Arisen on Steam, actually. So I'm kind of think of it, and that probably might be a way for me to go experience it as well. So you yeah. probably could play it better. I know uh, checking my research. Uh, on PS5 back compat, um, it plays in 1440p with a lock 30 frames a second. So, so and if I don't want to take that 30 frames, I want more frames. Give me more frames, more graphics. 
and might be able to play it a little bit better on the PC possibly so. But anyway, my next topic is going to be the PC and Cyberpunk 2077. So um, basically, CD Projekt Red has announced the system requirements that would be needed to play Cyberpunk 2077 on PC on there. And surprisingly, some of the requirements to play at the baseline level proved to be pretty minimal on there, but they uh, further clarified what those beefier rigs will be able to accomplish on there. I know, Kev. I don't know if this is a game that you know you were looking to play on PC. I know some of our listeners, like uh, Isaiah Six Eight, and others, have been kind of waiting for this. But uh, uh, the recommended settings, at least, uh, no ray tracing. We're looking at a 1080p uh, running at you know, on the Windows 10 with an i core uh, i7 4790 on there. With they're recommending either a GTX uh, 1060 or a 1660 or um, a Super Radeon RX uh, 590 on there. But if you want to run or, you know, ray, ray tracing at Ultra in 4K, you're looking at a i7 I uh, 6700 or a Ryzen 5 3600 uh, processor with an RTX uh, 3080 on there is what they're recommending. So is that something you're looking forward to as far as uh, are you going on the G4 side or are you going to go on the... Uh, uh, AMD side of the fence. So I'm all AMD all day. Uh, after their their GPU announcements, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be AMD all day. Although the the thing about it for me for Cyberpunk is, and I and I would be if I did get it, I would definitely play it on PC. Um, for me though, I just can't. I'm really disappointed in the fact that it's not a third person game. Right? I can't oh god, I know people are I saying, can't I can't get past up, that. But I I'm cannot like... I can't get past that. You're here here <sighs> I am doing all these these augments and changes and and outfitting and you know and cybernetic parts and pieces and chunks and bits and replacing and upgrading all this stuff. And the only time I can see it is if I happen to be standing in front of a mirror. Or a cutscene, or, or a cutscene, or something. Maybe, like, maybe not even, maybe not even cutscenes. You know, I, I can't, I can't, I can't see my character utilize these these upgrades. You know, from a third person perspective, and see and actually see how see the effect take place in the actual environment. I'm doing it from I'm I'm locked in this first person perspective. So yeah, I. That is something I just can't get past. I'm really struggling getting past that because I think it's a lot of wasted. It's wasted eye candy, you know. It's wasted eye candy. I want to be able to see my dude with the infrared eye and the, you know, with the Gatling gun in his forehead, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're going to be able to do. I want to be able to visually see that whenever I want to, and I want it to be, I don't want no gimped, you know, Skyrim third person thing where the dude, you know, where you're, you're at a detriment playing it in third person. I wanted to actually have a real third person option, you know, with, with third person controls and gameplay that would allow you to see that. And until that happens, I, I don't, or if that happens, until that happens, I don't know if I'll be getting the game. You're probably looking at a mod on PC at least to start out with. And if they 
uh, come in and do a feature swap. Uh, it'd be a lot with everything as far as how deep the game is. I was reading online saying that uh, that uh, they were playing the game ahead of time and prior to its release, and uh, one player said he was 180 hours in and still hadn't finished the game yet. So, yeah, they play uh, 175 hours or some shit like that. Yeah, I was like, damn, like, that's a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of meat. It's a lot of content. So I mean, that I can't look at my character for. <laughs> exactly. Vanity. Well, Vanity, thy name is Desmond. Because <laughs> like I put a lot of time into my characters, so I want to be able to look at them and be like, "Hey, who's that guy? You're awesome." You know. We'll see what you guys play it on. I mean, I know Kev, you're going to play on PC if if all else fails, but. Yeah, uh, are you... I, I I would definitely. I, if I play it at all, I'm going to play it on PC. Gotcha. All right. So next story is going to talk about PlayStation. Of course, Jim Ryan wound up having a nice long interview with uh, Russian news a- agency Taz. So he's making comments about the Russian market on there. It was surprise, surprise. There is a Russian market uh, for PlayStation on there. In fact, they're quite avid console gamers out there in Russia on there, but uh, they're asking him a few questions and a few pointed questions, you know, uh, about, you know, like say if there was COVID-19, would the PS5 been any different? And basically he made a statement saying, oh, absolutely not on there. Uh, They might have more product to sell per se, but, uh, you know, pretty much everything is kind of working out the way it's working out for uh, availability of the console on there and uh, also what he me- they mentioned and asked him about was how he felt about microsoft offering to buy zenimax bethesda on here he made a statement said that's a decision that's out of our hands we'll wait to see what happens um i look forward to learning about that in reference to a possibility that playstation gamers might not be able to play the next elder scrolls game or starfield on there um and he stated that we respect the steps taken by our competition they seem logical and sensible but we're equally happy and confident we got a better launch lineup than we ever had at any of our other console launches on here and then another thing talked about how will you respond to microsoft game pass and he made a statement said well actually there's news to come just not today we have playstation now which is our subscription service and that's available in a number of markets on there. So that's a statement that he made. And so everyone's taking that little statement and kind of running with it, taking that ball and running with it. And then so that's, you know, even though an interview with the TAS Russian news agency was be kind of indifferent, uh, there's definitely some news nuggets out of this thing. And the whole thing about the PlayStation possibly coming up with uh, some sort of service solution uh, to compete with Microsoft's Game Pass kind of lot got everyone kind of raised their eyebrow a bit about it, you know, so you know, and he did also make a mention too that console wars is not a term I actually use or actually like. He stated it's great that there's competition. I think it makes us work harder. It avoids us getting complacent on here. Kind of like, you know, it's great that the consumer has a choice. I think that's wonderful. We're happy and we're proud of what we have on there so and so i want to get your guys' take i know we probably talked about games pass to death and talked about you know how 
we feel about it as a whole. I know we individually have different opinions on it. Uh, I'm just going to go out right and kind of say what I'm hoping this would be. And, you know, maybe it's a juiced up PlayStation Now, you know. Right now, PlayStation Now doesn't really um, warrant my subscription because of the fact that it's back catalog games that I probably already either own or tried before. And a lot of the, like, the networked, like, PS3 back compat and other games that are available as well on there. Now, if they were going to come up with the curated list of games, like, you know, your Gravity Rushes, your Everybody's Golf, your, uh, you know, Concrete Genies of the World on there, along with uh, curated, like, you know, supported indie games on a service, and they want to go in and put it on every PlayStation. And, and you know, because I know the thing about PlayStation now is because of its, half a streaming service, half a, um, like, games catalog you could actually download on your PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, that they've kind of limited it to go in certain markets. I know even with the interview talking to the Russian news agency that they don't have place in this PlayStation now in Russia because Russia is so ginormous in the fact of getting a good servers everywhere to be able to stream these PS3 games out to every, you know, corner and neck of the woods on there, just making it hard for Sony. So they only have PlayStation now out in a certain amount of countries. So uh, would you be open to a uh, service like a Games Pass comparable, just not everything day and date on their comparable service, just the curated uh, catalog or library of games, perhaps? Uh, No. Probably not. Uh, I just don't think it's something that I would be willing to to do. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just further it's just further conflict about regarding you know are you going to you know are you going to um allow a um what is it are you going to allow a a a digital marketplace to to really kind of not form but kind of just take over and i think allowing doing a a a russian type or not even russian a uh, a playstation now that rivals um xbox i just i mean i don't I know, know. I understand your thinking because it's like why try to play their game do your own thing well no, uh, it's just i just don't yeah. want I, I just don't want that to be like the norm and i'm really i'm really worried that that's what's going to happen it's going to be the norm this is what we're going to get and i'm like ugh, you know i just don't know if i really want that and that's why i'm always kind of like you know yeah playstation you know we we're not going to worry about it. You know, we're going to, we're going to do what we need to do. And I'm just like, sweet. But if, if, if the, the bottom line is we're going to get a, um, a, an Xbox live type of service from, from PSN or if they go that route, like, I don't know, you know, and I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm like this old, this old cat and physical is the only way and digital is bad. I just, I just am really, hoping that they give as much love to their physical exclusives and the physical games as they do to the um the the um 
the digital version because Xbox has shown that they don't they don't do that. Like they're really putting a lot of their baskets, a, a huge amount or percentages of, of their of their of their basket onto their live service. And I just do not I, I don't want Sony to follow that suit. I just don't personally. I just don't I don't think it'd be a smart move. You, you, I don't you think got, you gotta give it. choice. You have to give choice. I mean Xbox yeah. right now for me, I'm why would I buy a physical Xbox game? I have no need. Yeah, you know, I mean like, I really I'm really no thinking need. hardcore about that. Like I was thinking you know the the years of me wanting to get uh, an Xbox because I feel that I need to own every every system because it's just like you know hey this is what you do you know we we want to play every game you know we want to we want to play every game we want to experience every game on every system you know every game on every system exclusives you know you know we want to do that but I thinking I'm thinking now that's not that's just not the reality nowadays. You know, and part of me is just kind of sad about that, you know, you know. So part of me is just a little sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. I'm just a little sad about it. Because I, I honestly, in this next console, console generation, I just don't see myself buying an Xbox, you know. And a, little, uh, and a part of me is kind of sad about that. Well, even with a Obsidian first party exclusives kind of thing, you know, at no, some point. No, no, because I would just buy a PC. Gotcha. Seriously, like, why? I would just buy a PC. Like, a PC is just a better investment at this point. And that's the sad part. A PC is just a better investment. Well, <laughs> so That's why I have not committed to get an Xbox Series X or right. S right now. Yeah. It's just because I'm not committed to playing my third-party games on it. Uh, right now, there are a lot of the Digital Foundry face-offs have, like, been having mixed results, including... Dirt 5 getting a lot of kudos on PS5, Assassin's Creed Valhalla getting basically uh, kudos on the PlayStation 5 version on there. I think the SDK from the Xbox's uh, series consoles right now is just it's coming in hot, basically. Uh, and I know I've seen some tweets from like, you know, people like, you know, Colt Eastwood saying that their SDK is going to get updated soon with the uh, 25% more graphical fidelity it's like well, why why is it in the box right now at launch i mean i don't don't get it if you're talking a 25 percent improvement you're talking about a new console there he is you're talking new hardware yeah that, that's why you can't i, I yeah I you're mean, you're you're a little too quiet on that kid that's what's like oh i, I don't okay it's like it. it's like here here here's what it is for me it's not even about digital media it's not even about all that it's about getting trash ass games on a service when i'm used to getting the best when it comes to the first first party content let's not forget xbox has conditioned their entire user base to not want to buy games they have and because of that you get craig and people want to say, well, they're going back and they're fixing it. No, they were going to give you that trash-ass Halo and not think a thing of it until it was... And a lot of those people weren't even Xbox Xbox players. Halo turned into a meme. That is the only reason they went back to the drawing board because they were perfectly happy perfectly happy 
with giving you that funky ass Craig Halo and a lot of the professional Xbox shields were perfectly fine in saying, yeah, this is the Halo I remember. I want my new Halo to look like the original Halo. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you I didn't ser- really buy that. You seriously want you just go you gonna pay five hundred dollars for next for a next gen hardware when Halo five, Halo four, Halo three look better graphically. And, and and you go, well, it looks like the original, it looks like hey, combat evolved. Yeah, come on. Stop, 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 stop simping. You know, this, and this is another reason why I don't trust a word that comes out of Jim Ryan's mouth. He is Phil Spencer Jr. as far as I'm concerned. He is a businessman and he is observing, trust and believe, they are observing Microsoft because Microsoft is in deep with this Game Pass formula. They are in deep from a financial investment. They are they are putting money on top of money, on top of money, on top of money into it. They are going to let Microsoft figure all that stuff out. And then when Microsoft starts making a profit on that, when they finally figured out the, when they got the formula down, they got the equation figured out, Jim Ryan is just going to observe and then come in and just bypass all of the 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 you know 7.5 billion dollar hole that Microsoft dug for them with with some of these acquisitions and figure out another way after the after Microsoft has done the hard work and again my problem is not the service as 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 it is but you can't get Horizon Zero Dawn you can't get Spider-Man. You can't get Spider-Man Miles Morales. You can't get God of War. You can't get that level of quality on a $1.95 a week menu service. You you can't. Those games are tens of millions of dollars in development. They you can't get that level of quality for a 25 for three twenty-five dollars for three months, sixty-nine ninety-nine for a year. You cannot get that kind of quality on a subscription service that is asking that little from you. It's impossible. It doesn't make any sense. It won't. It doesn't make financial sense. And I don't want to play. I don't want the next God of War to be like. Craig, I don't. I don't want the next Horizon Zero Dawn to be a gassed game where I have to I have to wait for seasons and I have to wait for new monsters and I have to wait for new whatever. I don't want I don't want those games to be deconstructed down to their base elements so that they can fit a subscription model. I don't. I, I don't I don't want Fallout 76 for everything. You know, and if they can do it, if Jim can get away with it, trust and believe he's working on it. He's thinking about it. He's observing. And he's a war. Yeah, and but I think that there are enough, you know, 
call them ponies, call them whatever you want to call them. I think there's enough of us out there who are going to let him know under no uncertain terms, are we going to continue to put money into this platform if you're going to reduce it down to Game Pass fodder? We won't, at least I won't. I won't. I will go, I will move, I will migrate everything over to PC so quick it'll make their head spin. And if I have to rebuy some of the games that I'm playing, you know, again on PC, I will do it. I will not accept, I will not accept trash just because I like your platform. I won't. You know, and I think there's an, I think there's enough of them, enough of us people that think that way out there that is keeping them at least um, thinking about it. Yeah. But again, right. again, first party PlayStation games sell. First party Nintendo games sell. The reason we have Game Pass to begin with is because Xbox cats were not buying the content. Now you can make a case that hey, they weren't buying the content because it wasn't all that great. But instead of buckling down and learning and growing their studios to come up with better improved content, they came up with this other this other scenario where it's the net they want to be the Netflix of gaming. You know, they want to put put the trash out there and Hey, I, I will. There's a lot of this stuff is stuff I've either already played, or I wouldn't buy anyway, or it's just just you know trash games. And well, I'm getting this subscription because I know I'm going to get the next Forza out of it. I know I'm going to get get the next Gears of War out of it. So I'll just I'll just rock with this subscription because I know I'm at least going to get those games. And I'm I don't I don't want I don't want PlayStation to turn into that. Oh, I think yeah. Game Pass has curated a good selection of indie titles. I mean, I appreciate what they have. That's available. Well, the, there. well, I mean, yeah, that's great for indie titles, but look what they're doing to their tentpole titles. Uh, I don't care about their tentpole you know, titles. Their tentpole titles are, I mean, well, the that's last... what Sony's gonna do. It's that I guarantee you, that's what Sony would do if they th if they thought they could get away with it. Because again, I'm not beholden to any of these corporations. I like their products. I'm a big fan of the Sony of of Sony's PlayStation because of the games, because of the hardware, because of the platform, because of the ecosystem. But if they start going this route, I'm done. Yeah, I will I walk away. So. I will switch over to PC so quick it'll make their eyes swim. I'm yeah. not a fanboy. As long as they keep doing what I need them to do, then we're good. When they start straying, I'm stepping out. Yeah, no, I don't think Sony Santa Monica Insomniac you know, all the studios in question. I mean, they are used to developing these big AAA titles, and I want them to still be able to do that, irregardless of any sort of solution or services they might add on the top of this thing. I think in the the service would be not the main course, but just something like, you know, you get the salad bar along with the steak and the baked potato. I still want my steak and baked potato, but if I want to go you know, I'm at the Sizzla and going out and perusing my indie titles and, and my everybody's golf I should be able to have some sort of choice there. And if they could put uh, a niche in that to say that they're not trying to compete with Game Pass, but, you know, maybe do their own thing. 
on there, maybe an extended like PlayStation Plus kind of thing. Uh, just like they're doing with the PlayStation Plus like uh, titles on PS5 on there, where you got a little library of games to kind of call call upon. You know, you don't don't underestimate stuff like Fall Guys getting like you know uh, mindshare on PlayStation Plus and kind of taking that and kind of maybe you know bumping that up a bit. You know, that's just a smart way to kind of still give value, but at the same time, still not lose that original recipe of uh, of goodness as far as what you brought to the table before. So, yeah, you know, I I would I would I would say I would I would say yeah, I get that, but you know, this is the same guy that said I believe in generations, and then brings Miles Morales out on the PS4. Yeah. Brings and is bringing and is bringing uh, Horizon uh. Zero Dawn two to the PS4. I, I, although I kind of sort of get, I understand that, but he says one thing and does another. This is the same guy that says that he wants PlayStation to be the place where you get those those uh, uh, those main exclusive titles. Next thing you know, we got Horizon Zero Dawn showing up on PC. That's his doing, and then he's saying, "Well, you know, not every exclusive is going to go to PC, but we're going to we're we're going to examine it." You know, the, 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 this he's 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 Phil Spencer Jr. He's Phil Spencer Jr. And I you can't you can't um you can't underestimate a corporate suit's ability to screw up a good thing, and I'm I'm not giving him I'm not giving him that leeway because he's already shown that it's about if it's it's about it's about money it's about the dollar but and that's fine because I want you to make a profit but if that profit comes at the expense of me not getting the quality content that I'm used to then we got a problem yeah that you paid and, five hundred dollars for yes yes then we got yeah. a problem. So you talk about Jim Ryan, it's like, you know, I'm indifferent. I think he should basically know what the hell he's talking about. I mean, this is the same guy that, like, commented that they didn't want to open up, uh, you know, as far as uh, uh, game sharing, not game sharing, what uh, as far play. as crossplay cross for the children. Yeah. Yeah, I want to protect the children. And then yeah, they were yeah. talking about, like, you know, when they were asking about like Gran Turismo One running on the PS Classic, saying uh, who wants to play games like that? Who wants to you play know, old games, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, uh, that's why you can't put it. He, he, you. I don't put anything past him. I don't put anything. I don't trust him. Yeah, we'll see what I happens. We'll see how much sway he has in in the long run. You know. So. All right. Another news story is uh, just real brief. Uh, Persona 5 Scramble, the Phantom Strikers. Um, and speaking of another Musou game from uh, Koei Tecmo on there, I guess a lot of people were questioning the existence of it in the Western territories on there. I guess it got pulled from uh, Koei Tecmo's recent financial results. And a lot of people were wondering, where the hell is this game? But uh, uh, basically, there was uh, three different Asian retail sites that popped up for pre-orders of the title on there uh coming off of playstation 4 of course on there and it is scheduled according to these three retailers in asia saying that a english version of the game will be available for release on february 23rd 
2021 on there. So it's been out in Japan for a while. It's been out since February 20th, uh, 2020 on there and was released in other uh, territories like Hong Kong, Taiwan, and North Korea. South Korea, not North Korea. I don't think Kim Jong-un would approve of that. <laughs> Probably not. Um, yeah, but the game is set six months after Persona 5 on there. It follows the Phantom Thieves as they return to Tokyo for a reunion on there. And of course, you know, of course, something transpires and you got your Muso gameplay in a Persona 5 Royale wrapper on there with hordes of enemies on the screen ready to do battle on there. So, so I'm kind of looking forward to this, uh, given a chance to see what Tecmo Koei can do in the Persona universe on there. It's going to be out for the Switch and PS4, and we'll see if maybe they'll work on the Super the Greatest PS5 uh, version as well, possibly on this. But uh, any excitement, uh, Kev, uh, for this? I know you're a big Persona 5 fan, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be picking this up. Definitely be picking see how this it, up. Um, I want to see how it's going to compare to... Um to uh hyrule warriors though age of calamity yeah oh it's already been out i mean it's gotten rated pretty well in the the japanese market so i mean we'll take a look you know i know persona 5 is a game i haven't played yet and along with tens of other titles on there but uh, it might be something that if i don't pick up on launch maybe i'll pick up at a little later point on there uh is you think are you gonna go through and play Royale at all, or Royal? I should say, not no. Royale. No, I I've thought about that, but I'm not because it's just the same game with a couple other, a a, a couple other characters and a couple other story sequences. Gotcha. Uh, now my buddy Damon played through it, and he says it's worth it. He he thinks it's worth it. Um, I'm not of that mindset because. It, it to me, it, I'm and, and I and from what I understand, the 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 new character is really integrated well. But I think if I when I'm ready to go to play Persona Five again, uh, then I'll probably just get the Royale version. But right now, I just the the next per, Persona game I want to get is Scramble. So so if you do end up playing uh, Persona Royale, will you get that with cheese or? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, Sorry I, I always see Royal, and I want to say Royale for some reason. Oh like, yeah, because you're, you're, you know why? Because you are, you are um, very highfalutin. You are, of you course, are a, yes. a man of culture. See, In, indeed, indeed, you got me, got me speechless over here. So, you're welcome, buddy. And then, last but not least, my last news nugget for tonight. Uh, IO Interactive uh, was ramping up to announce a new title from them, you know, because uh, they've been in the salt mines releasing nothing but Hitman sequels for like year on forever on there. I think their last, uh, you know, unique IP besides a Hitman game was probably Kane and Lynch, if you remember that. Oh, <laughs> Kane and Lynch. Wow. Kane and Lynch, yes. So IO Interactive, uh, for the most part, has been a Hitman studio uh for oh, quite a bit of time on there i mean they've done other things too but uh uh they announced a project 007 so they do have a james bond game in the works in there so they showed a teaser trailer on that but uh they are going to be a uh, entirely doing an entirely original story surrounding the origin of james bond 
on there. So I think, you know, I think they could take the chops that they've done working on the Hitman series and maybe apply it to uh, 007, and we'll see what they do with it. I mean, I think of out of any of the developers that are out there, especially with the whole spying and stealth, uh, that they could probably add that element to a James Bond game. I think, you know, it's not going to be your standard EA, you know, gold or AKA Nintendo GoldenEye title per se. It might have a little bit more of a emphasis on uh, story and uh, stealth on this. So any opinions you guys about IO doing a, a James Bond game, you're looking forward to it or it's like, I'm, eh. I'm excited for it, you know, for the sheer fact that I just really couldn't get into the, for whatever reason, I just could not get into the Hitman games. Um, but if they're doing a straight up, a straight up um, game for, well, for for one of my favorite characters, James Bond has always been one of my favorite characters. So if they're gonna do that, like I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. Like I'm really hoping that it's gonna be something like, um, um, Alpha Protocol. Like if you could, if you get to see them doing like an Alpha Protocol version of of a um, a game like that, I think that would be fantastic. Like seriously, like I'm just like super excited for that. Like that just makes me like, yeah, like I I I'm excited. Um, given what they were able to do with the Hitman franchise, bringing it from the from basically the brink of like obscurity, to I'm just like, yeah, I think it would be a great idea. Um, yeah, because you know we ain't getting any uh, movies anytime soon, um, and Daniel Craig is going to be leaving. So I wonder, you know. I just want to know how they're going to incorporate um, his his story because I guess he was like an orphan and stuff. He does didn't know his parents, so there's just a lot of um, meat there to be able to craft an original story about how he became, uh, you know, an agent. How he got the moniker of 007. Is his name really James Bond? You know, it's uh, did he change his name to something else from from James Bond to something else? I don't know. I'm just I'm just really like excited for it. I think it'd be a really fun, fun game. So yeah, I'm Good here deal. for it. Uh, Kev, what are your thoughts about it? Are you kind of cool with that or? I would if it, but it's probably going to be a stealth game, and me and stealth don't mix, so it'll probably be a pass. I'm hoping that it's not though. Like I'm really hoping that they that they actually give us give us like real gun gunplay give us real like give us a real story don't don't hide like i don't want i don't want james bond a la um a la hitman like i, I don't want hitman james bond like that's I, what I you're don't, gonna get but this is io this is io all they've been i hitman has been their bread and butter for i mean this is how they stayed in business yeah, I I just really uh, hope that they're able to do something more innovative with with such a with such an iconic IP. Like I'm just really hopeful that they're able to do something. And better. James Bond is a spy. I mean, Goldeneye is is not what James Bond does. He does not go in with guns blazing, kill everybody to get the chip and kill everybody on the way out. He you know he's a, he is a spy. Yeah, so. Even in the books, he's been known to rough people up because, like in the in the books, he's categorized as a thug. You know, like he's like they made him more suave for the movies. So in the actual, he's not a very nice person. So, mm. 
So, but, so but like, he's like, not going in taking on a whole, you know. No, I don't think so. No. You know, he's not doing all that. But no. I, I think with Io's uh, stealth background with Hitman, I think we're looking at Hitman with a 007 rapper. Maybe there's going to be doing some. There's, I think it would be great. It'll be a great story. It'll probably maybe dig into his origins, like you were saying, but. It, it's going to be stealth, and I, I just can't do stealth. Just can't. We'll see what like happens. Not that I can't, I just don't like it. I, I, I'd i rather just kill everything instead of just sneaking around <laughs> everywhere. Well, they give us a choice, you know, and they actually, and like, if they give you a choice to do stealth or to, to do both, I've always liked, I've always liked games that, that allow you to do both, you know, um, and, and hopefully will allow him to use gadgets or something. Um, that would be kind of cool. But I just I, I just don't want it to be, you know, you go and you have to eliminate a target. Like I don't that just seems just so boring. It'll be to splinter me. cell. It'll be splinter cell, which means which is this is just what I'm guessing. Where you have to go in and you maybe you maybe needed to take somebody out. Maybe you're going in to get, you know, blueprints or something like that, and you're gonna have to switch, you know. Walk into the casino, play your role, you know. <laughs> Baccarat. Me, yeah, play Baccarat, drug somebody's drink, get into the office, find the key, unlock the safe, and then and do all this stuff while not being observed or seen. And, you know, maybe if you're seen, it'll be game over like it is with Splinter Cell because, you know, that's Splinter Cell. But... Or maybe they'll they'll give you the option to fight your way out, but then if you do that, then the game becomes, you know, almost unwinnable at that point. Like which is what Hitman does. So I, I for those who love stealth, I think they might be in for a great game. You're gonna to want to send us an email to uh, if you've heard something on our show that you want to respond to would like to be a part of the show have us interview to get your gaming perspective out to our listeners or any contests that we're doing you're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com we also have a discord server gaming vessels where there's no time period to be vetted or approved you can just click the link in whatever where whatever uh podcast aggregate you are uh, picking this show off of or our Twitter feed. Click our Discord link, jump in, and uh, we've, we, we've been doing pretty well. We're, our community is growing, and uh, we're, having a lot of, we're having a lot of fun over there. I know myself, I'm, I'm putting a lot more content that would normally go to Twitter into the Discord, into the Discord channels. So we're trying to grow our community up over there at Discord. So... I invite you, we all invite you to join and be a part of us there, be a part of what's going on there. Um, individually, we have our own uh, uh, social media channels uh, or channels or, or accounts. On Twitter, I am sh at Shonuff71, that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. On PlayStation Network, I am Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7. On Xbox Live, I am shown up 071, same spelling with 071. And on Steam, I am shown up 71, say, uh, the original spelling as before. 
So Trader Joe, where can folks get a hold of you at, man? Okay, on Twitter, I'm at Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Um, also on PSN and Steam, I am Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. And when I fire it up on the old Microsoft Xbox, uh, Kamunagara, same spelling, 6995. And my Nintendo friend code, just in case you want to add me as a friend, 4712-5953-1409. Dez, where can people find you, buddy? All righty, folks. You can find me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 T-H-E-N-E-M-O-S-I-X. You can find me on PlayStation, uh, and you can find me on... Uh, uh, sorry, you can find me on PSN and Xbox Live at Nemo Tigger. N E M O T G G R. Well, all right. Well, folks, we want to thank you for hanging in there with us. So this is going to that is going to bring episode 105 to a close. For Des, aka the Bay Area Terra, and for Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Shonuff71 saying we'll be back next week with a new show. Peace!